tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome to the AfterBuzz TV Hannibal After Show, uh, episode 11. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm here. Hi, guys. Hey, Brett. Hi. Literally just walked in the I door, I just Brad. walked in the door. We may have I'm, tweeted a couple things about it. That's fine. The music started. <laughs> I'm here. I'm glad to be here. I actually, actually have Dua, Casey, in studio with me here today. Yes, I'm here. Hi, welcome, everybody. And I also have the lovely Julia Carley here in studio. Yes, hello, everybody. Missed you all last week. I'm sure no one is shocked to know that the lovely Joe Sanfilippo <laughs> is not here. No one's shocked, but... But we were pretty close to a full panel. People were really upset, like, you know, come on, guys, don't give up on the show. Like, it's, 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 I get a full panel. Yeah. We love you. Yeah, I like you the know. voice that you gave them. That's come the guys. guys. It's the cannibals. Come guys. on. <laughs> That is yes. a good Hannibal voice. Um, thank you for all your encouragement last week for me running solo and doing it on the phone. And thanks for still watching and listening to us as we rocket our way to the what looks like the end of the Hannibal series as we know Two it. Two episodes, Two episodes left. left. I can't even believe it. But it was a good run, right? It was a good run. Yeah, it was a good run. Uh, but we are, we're deep into the, we're deep into Red Dragon here, which is the, I think actually this whole Red Dragon thing is sort of exceeding my expectations. I really think it's really, for me, I think it's just really cool and fascinating. We talked a lot about last week, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do and I and, and some of the folks in the chat room talked about some of the comparisons of the the book versus the two movies versus this. And so now we have four versions to look at of, of Red Dragon and um, kind of comparing and contrasting. But I'm really enjoying this. I'm really enjoying them taking the time of these eight episodes to, was it eight? Yeah, I don't know, like seven, eight episodes like to to get to get to this. I don't know. Are you, how are you feeling about this, Dua? I I like it. I mean, every week I'm really, you know, I'm really stunned in just what they can do with it, you know, cinematically. And I say this, I gush about it every week that they take. You know, it's difficult to take something that you already know about mm-hmm. and and kind of you know up the ante and make it better and put your take on it and yet not lose the essence of what you think it should be. And they do a brilliant job. Yes, I agree. Um, Jules, um, I. I freaking love it. I am totally 100% into it. Um, I like this version of this TV show. So we've had this one version where it was kind of procedural. We had a killer of the week. Then now we had this version of them um, overseas, abroad, and this, this whole different world. And now we have a, a focus of this one killer. Yeah, like a mini movie. Kind yeah, of so I, I'm enjoying what they're doing with that. I think it's a really interesting take on the story. Um, I don't feel like they had diverted too much from canon until this week. Um, so I, I've been waiting for them to do something like that and seeing right. what he would do with it. And I'm I'm totally in. I'm yeah. always in. I, I love you, Hannibal. You bring you bring a good point about the storytelling because you're right. Like they did a sort of mildly serialized um, not really mildly, kind of serialized version, but they still had the procedural elements in there, mm-hmm. which was always cool in seasons one and two. But then this last season we've got like kind of two extended, very serialized almost movies. Like a part mm-hmm. one, a part one, and a part two of season three. Yep. They're both very serialized. They're almost their own seasons. They're kind of doubt. seasons. And I like that Brian Fuller is, are, are, are sort of breaking what we think about 
seasons, how seasons, how stories should be told in seasons. You know, mm-hmm. there's a there's a, the CBS version where it's kind of like you know, or, or Law and Order version where it's like procedural, every, everything's close ended. There's the long sort of version, like I don't know, damages or I can't think of the show right now. Um, something serialized, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, uh, Game of Thrones or whatever. That that's like mm-hmm. a long serialized, and this is kind of like it's giving a little bit of everything. It's just it's just however we can consume that story. Um, yeah, I think the only thing that matters is how we consume the story, and and I think it's cool. That's all. I'm agreeing with you. Thank you. In a long-winded way. (laughs) Let's talk about this episode. Um, This was titled, And the Beast from the Sea. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Now, are these all quotes (laughs) from the poem? Is that what's happening here? What are these lines? These are all all quotes from the... um, The uh, painting. No, um, from... um, Not from the painting. From the poem from the guy who painted the red Red dragon. dragon? Blake. Thank you. Um, I probably should have researched that. I thought. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Thought about it. We talked I, about it, and then sure. I never I'm, actually went to research it. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure somebody online would know. They would, but the I'm not logged in, in right now, guys. That was, I'm sorry. Um, that was directly from the painting. I don't know. You know, I'm not even going to say. Never mind. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so this was cool. So we like, like you said, Julie, this one kind of got. We've been pretty like pretty much on book like these these first few episodes mm-hmm. for Red Dragon, like on book literally, mm-hmm. um, and on film. And like it's been pretty much beat for beat, um, with some exceptions, like Bedelia, who who doesn't exist in the Tom Sarah universe, who's who's inserted herself here. Um, but we, I actually thought the whole will, I like the way doing. I thought the whole um, the whole uh, Will's family being attacked would come at the end of the like as a season finale. But it didn't. It came at episode 11. Not even a penultimate. It came in no. now, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. kind of a cool device that they did. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about themes of family in this second half of this uh, this season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's brought up over and over by by Will, by Hannibal, from Milana, everyone. Um, so to see them in that sort of situation now, and now we get two more hours to figure out how Will is going, how that's going to settle over Will and Hannibal and change their relationship yet again. Um, I thought it was kind of a cool device doing it that way instead yeah. of at the end. Yeah, we, we do. I talked about last week about Hannibal's on-screen motivations for um, I mean, f- for actually calling, uh, for actually giving Will's address, you know, and it seems to be what this Hannibal, what the motivation for, what the motivation for this Hannibal, because it could be, you know, jealousy, Will has his family, it could be betrayal, it could be one person I read suggested it's like an extreme version of like shock therapy to sort of push Will back to the dark side if, if his family's got lost. Mm-hmm. Um, That's interesting. To, it's, it's all these different versions of this. I mean, do you, I mean, do you, did you come to any conclusion of why you think Will is, is doing this to a, I mean, why do you think Hannibal is doing this to Will? Um, in terms of you know getting his family killed, which, which I, should not be your friends. I mean, I, I spoke about this a little bit last week. I mean, I think the the for me, I think it is just kind of a 
it just comes down to sheer old-fashioned jealousy. You know, yeah. Hannibal has been so out of touch with the outside world, and he really kind of gets his jollies from, you know, um, toying with people emotionally. How are you going to do that when you're locked up and your resources are very, very limited? You know, he has, I think, a lot of resentment towards Will that he has made himself accessible to him, and Will has moved away and gotten a family, and he's like, I'm not going to play into your games anymore, and I'm leaving, leaving Hannibal high and dry. And now, you know, he knows what Will's weak point is, and I think that it's just true to his character to just, you know, have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, it's, I really think that, this, that now, we're, now that this is almost over, we can see the full picture of the Brian Fuller Hannibal Lecter, which is which is we kind of know is more like Lucifer. He's more of the devil. Like, it seems like <laughs> it seems like the you know the, the uh, Anthony Hopkins Hannibal Lecter is more of a sort of a, a, a psychopath, a less manipulator, more psychopath. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, Mad's version is just this puppet master, manipulator, kind of the Lucifer mm-hmm. who really just takes pleasure in finding out what people will do, and like it has no problem telling them like this is what I did to you. What do you think of that? Like yeah. uh, in a very curious sort of way as a doctor, and he eats people. Yeah, so I mean, I, like, I think it's a lot more. I mean, Hannibal's always been a really rich, juicy, layered character, but I right. think I love this version of him. Yeah. So let's get back to the episode. So we have uh, we we see um, sort of a repeat of of uh, Dollar Hyde eating. It starts with him with eating the, pa- the painting, mm-hmm. which I, which I mentioned last week. I thought it was very cool the way, the way he ate it. We can talk to you about that, but just we're really impressed with um, with uh, my man Thorne's performance. Uh, Richard Armitage, Armitage, Armitage. <laughs> I think it's Armitage, but I don't Armitage know. P. Henson. Ar- Ar- Armitage. Uh, no, no. Uh, someone already gave me the levy for worst pronunciation on, on, on YouTube. Yeah, is Braswell pronouncing something wrong? That no. never happened. No, <laughs> no Rich, Rich, Richard Armitage. Yes. Yes, I think he. His, we, we talked a lot about his performances. I think I think he's the best. I think he's the best Dollar Hyde, right? Or no? I think. Well, he's definitely a fresh take on Dollar Hyde, which right. I think is. Is is amazing and and my favorite now. But you know, in six years when I go and rewatch everything, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'll feel then. I think that he's doing a fantastic job as Dollar Hyde, and he has this unique opportunity to have six hours or seven hours, however long, however many episodes we have, to really develop this character mm-hmm. rather than the two and a half hours that we'll get in a movie. That's right. a good um, point. He really gets to delve deep, and I'm. I'm, I'm witnessing it and I'm seeing it and I'm kind of understanding him a lot more than I've understood past dollar hides. Yeah, I agree. So um, we, we we get to see, which is a cool scene of Jack, Will, and um, Alana. The gang's back together again. You know? <laughs> and, I, said, I, I was reading my notes before we started and I said my first note is, looky, looky, Alana Bloom is back in the think tank. <laughs> back in the think tank, yeah. It was, it was, it was a cool scene of like, and it's cool to see them thinking, knowing what all they've all individually been through. I mean, like mm-hmm. they've all really got it from. I mean, you know, they've all had physical confrontations with Hannibal, Hannibal on a high level, like he almost killed them both, Jack twice, uh, and Alana. You know, of course, was getting digmatized the whole time. <laughs> digmatized. Uh, and so, and, and also, she had her little her little cup of coffee with uh, with with uh, Mason. Um, so, but now they're all back together trying to put, you know, trying to figure out how to put this guy down. And I thought, um, 
Jack's reaction to like, you know, he ate it. Like, you, you know, I loved that reaction. Yeah. It was so, it was like a nice little sprinkle of a comedic moment. He's yeah. like, he ate it. He right. ate the painting. He's like, and Will is like, yeah, he ate it. Yeah. And it took a really intense scene and kind of brought it back down to a level where two friends were just kind of like gossiping. Yeah. You're like, dude, he ate it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we should have saw what they said about it. <laughs> uh, but I also really enjoyed, um, Julia. I thought of you. I don't know why I thought of you because that was really a cool, um, sort of Will's little mini monologue about Jack, you've brought me back into oh, the whole you deal. fisher of men. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Watching my cook oh, swim. Nancy's chewing that up, man. Oh, I have seen it up, too. She wrote it me. Of course. Well, fisher of men, and you got me again, which is so true, because, you know, we talk about Hannibal being such a puppet master. Jack is equally as puppet mastery yeah. as Hannibal, mm-hmm. especially in this season. Um, so I like to see him called out, but it was also reminiscent of that scene, I think it was in season two when they were ice fishing. Yeah, You know, talking yeah. about I'm a great fisherman and things like that. He's like, you're yeah. at it again, you jerk. Yep, yep. Uh, do I you think it. Will was surprised by that at all, or do you think that that was just like, like Will the whole time was like, oh, I see where you were going here. Well, no, I think I think Will is kind of like, I mm. like it, it's a it's a thing of like knowing I know what Jack's trying to do, but there's no way I'm going to do it. I'm a family man. I'm out the game. This, this, he's not going to get me. What, 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 is, <laughs> what does Jack think he I'm is? Out the game. I'm Will Graham. And then he looks up and he's like, "Shit, I'm back in the game. <laughs> Goddamn, you Fisher of Men, you got me." So yeah, I think it's more it's, it's that you know. So uh, it's it, yeah. So it, it, sometimes you look up and you're like, "God, I'm here." I can hear. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's when that sort of that I've been bamboozled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let him wink. Let him look. Um, so yeah, but that was kind of a, and, and you know, even um, Jack's reaction was kind of like, "Hey, yeah. look for me, I'm Jack." So I, 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 like I thought the same thing as a reaction. Just yeah. Like, yeah, sorry, like, sorry, buddy. I got a killer to catch. Look for me. Uh, families are dying, but uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that was really cool. Um, also, there's there's a, there's a lot in these last few episodes. I'm really interested to to see um, in this Red Dragon. Back arc, huh, how much dialogue? There's so much, like so many pages with no dialogue. Like so, so much of like so much is watching Dollar Hyde do his thing, and mm-hmm. I mean it's it's a lot. So I mean I remember um, sometimes I'm watching and then I'm just like, like no one spoke for a while. There's been no one talking. Are yeah. you talking about during his like kind of transformation? There's been a, there's a few there's, a, there's at least <clears throat> two or three scenes in these last few mm-hmm. episodes where we just get a lot of like visual stylings of mm-hmm. either, you know, Guillermo Navarro or Michael Raymer or whoever's the Well, I think it's really creative because, it, I mean, at least to me, when you have Dollar Hide, I think that those are the scenes between Dollar Hide and Dragon. And, you know, how do you ma- take a scene like that and give it dialogue without making it seem really cheesy and contrived, right. you know? You yeah. kind of have to do it visually. And why not do it visually when you have, like, some of the best, you know, I mean, I mean, what they do visually now is so great. So this is really kind of like being a kid in a candy store, you know, giving them right. a project to to get this done. So I think I think it's a great way to communicate that. I agree completely. That was a really good thought. I like that. And also, um, Dollar Hyde obviously is not a talker. Yeah. He has no. a speech impediment, cleft right. palate, and so he was raised to, you know, not to talk, and he was right. always made fun of. So um, that's just another level that um, Armitage is bringing to this character of how right. he communicates uh, with himself, with his body, and with this struggle, his mm-hmm. personality yeah. struggle with the with the Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. He's really, I mean, he's got some moves the body. Like, he's yeah, got the whole... Yeah, it's like physically demanding. I'm sure he's out of breath after some yeah. of those scenes. I that mean, fight you know? scene. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or forget that. Like, forget, how about, let's, let's cross it over here. How about the, uh, the, the handstand pushups? <laughs> that was, a, that was a fine handstand pushup. <laughs> that was a fine, that I was, was impressed. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, so, okay, so let's get, so I want to get to this, this confrontation, or not confrontation, this, um, the interaction between, um, Hannibal and, um, and Dollarhide, where he's sort of really trying to confess or, seek advice from Hannibal about Reba, like mm-hmm. like how he doesn't want the dragon to have her and he doesn't want to do this. And I thought that was great. I thought that that was great that they gave him a session because it was so, I mean, we talked about it a lot and we know that this is kind of the struggle between him, but to actually get him to verbalize it to Hannibal yeah. in a session atmosphere was, was awesome. Yeah, I agree. And like the, uh, and you can just see that like, you can see the puppet strings and you can see like mm-hmm. Hannibal is just like, has this whole thing on rails. Like, yeah, well, you know, you don't if have to do you, it. Yeah, if you if you if it weren't for the dragon, you would have never had her. Yeah, so you got to so give him credit. Give him credit. And the dragon's in your belly now, so yeah. you don't have to do it. Yeah. Here, why don't you kill Will? Yeah, you know what? You, <laughs> you know, what? it's funny. There's a full moon coming yeah. right up. Yeah. You can just kill this family and then boom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kill them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that that was interesting to see and to see Hannibal just you know supremely manipulate. Poor and I, I, I again. Uh, why am I sympathizing? I know. with these serial killers. Like it's, this dollar hide is a bad dude. A, <laughs> he's kill, he's shooting kids yeah. in beds yeah. And, yeah. and putting mirrors on eyes and private parts. Yeah. And I'm all poor dollar hide. <laughs> <laughs> kind of rough. Go at it. <laughs> like, why? Yeah. Kind of rough go. Um. Yeah. So uh, and just to see him in that and you know this the internal struggle. He did a really good job of you know talking that you know. Uh, Sort of visually personifying that internal struggle between him and the dragon. Mm-hmm. You know, the actual dollar hide is just like, I'm sorry, and the dragon is, is trying to be out and do some dragon shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so. I also love the device of them um, having the sit down serious therapy session in his uh, in his old office yeah. mm-hmm. that we saw so many therapy sessions yeah. go down mm-hmm. and then um and then at the end of their therapy session seeing dollar hide in the room with everything covered up with plastic yeah. and Hannibal sitting there by his phone with a cord yeah, yeah. so makes just me uncomfortable just to not i think they did it just to not confuse the audience you know what i found really interesting about this particular session with dollar hide and um Hannibal was last episode <clears throat> was the first time we hear Dollarhide talking to Hannibal and he takes on the Red Dragon persona mm-hmm. and he is talking to Hannibal as the Red Dragon. Right. Well, this episode, he's now more vulnerable. He is talking to Hannibal as Dollarhide. Dollarhide yeah. So th- that he's opened up and really kind of become like a small child to Hannibal and, you know, is looking for that guidance. I just thought that that was another another cool take on it. Well, he's yeah. also been opened up by his relationship with Reba as well, which is mm-hmm. sort of drawing him back into the Francis side versus the, the dragon side. Yep. So it's kind of like he's seeking a real therapy session <laughs> instead of just like, hey, look at me. Look how cool I am. I want to impress you because I look up to you. Yep. And I was like, well, actually, Doc, can we talk this out? Yeah. <laughs> so I met this girl. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really Come on! I got. I didn't even go head. kill Will's family. Get on with it. <laughs> I don't want to kill her, so but I think like a killer. regression. Yeah. Right. It's a good um, point. Yes. I also. I. You know. We talk about Michael Rammer. You know. Guillermo de Navarro and then Michael Rammer this episode talking about this like the way they they set up the office and the set that this visual look the very similar thing they did with Will and and these Will and. Um, 
um, Hannibal confrontations because that's part of the whole lore of this of this whole um, series is is Hannibal and Clarice or Hannibal and Will and these one on one conversations that we've seen so many different times through the glass. I love the way they're doing it here, like he's shooting him like. There's, you can barely see the pain. They're, they're face to face, like they're equals. Mm-hmm. Even though Hannibal is, you know, the one who's behind bars, it sort of feels like that either he's out or he's cornering Will and the way he shoots him from above. I think it's some really interesting thing from a cinematogra- cinematography standpoint to sort of just still show Hannibal's power and, and show these people as, as equals. And they've done a lot mm-hmm. of that. Um, I think, mean, uh, Guillermo Navarro did the thing on the glass where he looks in the glass and it's, 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 it's uh, Will's face, face. and Hannibal's face. Mm-hmm. Um, they continue a lot of that stuff here. They're finding out new ways to get this this confrontation in because at the end of the day it's just a dude in a cell and yeah. everybody like goes to see the dude so like well, how you do get, you you know how you do gotta you get, you gotta get creative yeah you have to really kind of think about like okay we have one room this is what we've got to work with like how many different ways can we shoot this and what right. is each shot communicating right each shot is communicating something like everything is so intentional on this show yes. it's brilliant uh, it's, it's very it's very good so um so jack goes and then i'm sorry if i keep going to say jack <laughs> um Hannibal t- tells tells um, Dollar Hyde to kill Will's family, get, plants the seed, um, and it goes down. I didn't, I didn't know it was happening like that. Uh, but then before that, we have the scene where the dogs are poisoned, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which 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 is a you know kind of a it's kind of a weird sad thing because. But they're fine. But they're, the dogs they're fine. Are fine. They're not, I know, that dead. At least he didn't kill them like he killed the others. Yeah, like it, like but still, I've you know we've seen these dogs this whole time. Kind of what does that mean that he didn't kill them? That he just poisoned them? Because was it like was it Dollarhead that actually poisoned these dogs, or was it really the dog food? I can't remember. Because the because um, the what? vet was telling Will's wife that it was probably the Chinese dog food. So was this just misdirection for the audience, or was this really Dollarhide that did this? Because wouldn't I mean, Dollarhide have killed the dogs? It's part of his mo. Um, I don't know. Did he kill all the animals, or did he poison any of them before? I can't remember now. I also, I think that the cat was the cat was buried. Log on here. And the dog was the dog had disappeared, and I think the dog was dead. And there were only two other animals because the two other families, correct? I mean, Will has a lot of dogs, and if they're all eating the same food, they only talked about a couple of dogs in this. also, I mean, it's his M.O., and we did see him watching the videotape, the film of the family, and it did show the dogs. Yeah. That's true, and that, I guess that will imply, all right, I'll, I'll, which, I'll which accept that. Which is a scene, it's just a chilling oh. scene when you read it, it's a chilling scene, oh, there's us, it's oh, a chilling, careful. sorry. It's a chilling scene when you read it. It's a chilling scene when you see it. Um, and just the idea of, I got it. I'm, I'm okay here. I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get on our live chat here to our people. <laughs> but also, but yeah, the, the idea of him, you know, Reba being blind and then watching TV together. Creepy mm-hmm. juxtaposition. Yeah, and she's like, mm, oh, oh like, yeah. we're all cuddly, this having a martini. Gonna, this is the family I'm going to kill. It's like, it's like Dollarhead's perfect woman, you know? He can still, yes. he can be completely open around her and not have to hide anything because she can't. Can't see anything, right? You know. All right, I'm online. Um, okay, hi, hi everybody. People. Hi, hi, Donna and Matt and uh, GBNF and JA and Stephen Elliott and Jonas. Hi. Um, so yeah. Um, anyway, that so we we get this very cool 
the cool scene, like I said, that that thought was going to be in the season finale, that was now, but it was a little completely different, right? Because it wasn't on the docks. And First it wasn't of all, yeah, it wasn't at the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will wasn't even there. No, because Will's there in the in the book and the right. scene and in the yes. movies. And it's very much a climax of the movie in, in the in, in the, in the uh, in and the, in and the Dollarhead meets a different fate. Right. Exactly. Yes. So, but a daring escape, all the same. Well, yes. Yeah. Well, they couldn't have ended the way that they, since they decided to do that kind of first. I mean, that was the end. So, since they decided to bring that in first, they could have, you know. So, it's interesting where they're going to take the story from here. Oh, but it's such an interesting scene in the book that face off between Will and uh, and Dollarhide at their house with his son. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys haven't read it or haven't seen it, when this is all over, go go yeah, do so. Go yeah. do so because yeah. it's really cool what he does. My prediction didn't come true though. My prediction that um that she was going to be dead. Yeah, the family. No. It didn't oh. come true. I mean, there's still time. Well, there's still time. There's still time. Yeah, maybe they'll do the reverse. <laughs> she whatever. was smart. Yeah, I love Molly seeing Lolly. I love seeing like those very some good thriller, you know, uh, stuff happening there. But all those moves she made, and the, we don't know much about Molly or her past. Hey, man, Molly or Wally, which makes me laugh. Is that my man's name is Wally? Yeah, they call him Wally. <laughs> Molly and Wally. All right. Molly it's Will- Walter, but they were calling it. They called okay. Molly, okay. Wally, and Will. That yeah. sounds like a 1980s sitcom. It does. Molly, Molly, Wally, and, and Will. Will. Uh, well, schoolhouse well, rock song. Molly, Molly, Wally, and Will. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, to be in the writer's room for that when you are, you know, talking about what type of woman Will would be with and, you know, how would she, like, she seems to have this honed set of survival skills as well. Right. You know, it was very outdoorsy, too, so it was really fun and to see that, to see that side. It's like, you know, she can really hold her own. She's supportive of her man. She's like, you know, I got this, taking care of her son. Yeah, it was it was very nice to know that she was savvy and not and not just like that damsel in distress yeah. type. Yeah. She takes care of business. Yeah. Uh, and, and, <laughs> but and, and, we don't know what happened to her first husband, do we? <laughs> <laughs> this is a base motel, yeah. So uh well, I think and, oh, go ahead. Go well ahead. even well, even the son too. I mean the son when they're sitting at the hospital room and the son is like, Did you kill have you killed people? And he's like, you know, are you going to kill this guy? And he's like, well, I'm going to take him to a hospital so you can get help. And the son's like, no, 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 you should kill him. Yeah, you know, like that son don't play. Like it's like, yeah, <laughs> like guys like that, you kill dad. I don't know. Yeah, he's like 11 <laughs> years old, and yeah. he's like, <laughs> well, let's talk about this escape. So you know, the 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 misdirection, the telling the son he got to 100 to go to the car, mm-hmm. uh, him peeking under. This is very well executed and shot. And I was at the edge of my seat, even oh. knowing what happens. It's just, you know, it's a great sign. Um, and then. Um, um, you know, the making that escape and then the, the gun, the whole like silencer gun thing that was like eerie. Uh, and Dollar Hyde coming off like a and that with the teeth and the daredevil mask and the whole thing. Like he was, that was scary. And then, uh, I, you know, and someone here mentioned that they felt sorry for the driver. I, I did too. And you know, um, Dollar probably Stephen feels Elliott. bad for the driver too yeah. because he. They made a whole point talking about how he didn't kill the art curator right. or anyone at the museum or even Will because that was not on his radar. Right. The dragon didn't tell him to do that. Right. So he's probably feeling pretty darn guilty. Yeah, he was pretty upset about it. Well, I mean, he got in a fight with dragon over it. Yeah, he was very upset about like you know, ah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know screaming to the heavens. So, uh, so he goes back and then we get to see Will. You know, speak to his wife, and we'll speak to the kid, and then the scene you talked about, you know, yeah. of course, and then he says she killed him, which is cool. But then, as you mentioned, then I want to talk about this. We see him getting a fight with the dragon, like he was yeah. upset about that, um, and also ending it, of course, with. Or does he end it with Reba, or does she ends it with him? I'm sorry. She he ends it with Reba uh, yeah. after the fight. 
With the dragon. Yeah. Right. I mean, so let's talk about the fight with the dragon. What happens? They fight. They fight. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, I thought physically, as like as an actor, that must have been so demanding and difficult. Um, very fight club. Physically and, and mentally. It was very fight club. Yeah. Yes, it was. Oh, that's an interesting Yeah. 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 And well, Norton again. Yeah. And Norton. Uh, and, hey, weird. Yeah, yeah, look at that. He's connected. Oh. <laughs> six, six, six degrees of Ed Norton. <laughs> um, anyways, it was shot beautifully. It was directed so well. And Armitage, like, hit it out the park, I really yeah. think. Because I was upset about it. I was I, I was rooting for different sides. And yeah. it was the same guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, ah, what do I do? And those, those shots of, like, it's like three shots of him hitting himself yes. in the face at full. Yeah. Like, I was like, ouch. ouch. Like, he's yeah. really kicking his own ass. He gets up in, like, his entire back is bloody and it's yeah. just like yeah it was it was you know it, yeah um, it was yeah. very well done I'm speechless so then he goes to uh, <laughs> to, to, to poor old Reba oh Reba oh, yeah and uh, who's just you know, carrying himself with a lot of like you know independence and dignity and you know mm-hmm. the whole you know get your hat what was, what's the line with the hat mm, I don't remember she's, get your hat yeah hold on it was like get your hat take your hat take take some some about the take hats. Your hat, hats, no. hat, yeah, take your hat and go. Hats yeah. off. Well, she said before, like, hats I just away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you tell your suitors? Is that what you tell your suitors to do when it's time for them to go? Hats away. She mentioned the hat. <laughs> your suitors. She mentioned the hat twice. I don't know. I thought it was a weird kind of thing. Like, anyway, so she. I mean, that's a phrase, though, like, take your hat and go. Yes. Got it. Is that a phrase? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I've never. No one told me to take I, my hat and go. I didn't know it was a phrase either. I thought maybe it was like some obscure line from the book, and I was like, "Oh, okay. is this that? I'm, am I missing something?" All right. Um, no, anyway, like so that's that, yeah. <laughs> Put on your hat and go. Take your know. hat and go. She's I mean, gone. it sounds like it could be a phrase. I think All it right. is. I don't know. All right. Well, she said it. He and he 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 peaced he out. It. He ghosted. He's gone. Mm-hmm. And that and that happens. And then we get this final sort of confrontation with Will and Hannibal. Well, before that, we should mention. Duh. Uh, and there's a big hole. Uh, Jack and Alana, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're pissed. They make the deal with Hannibal. They're like, dude, no. This is I'm so upset about this. Uh-oh. I don't know if it's contrived, but why would you tell Hannibal? Why would you say anything to Hannibal? We know that he's been your patient. Keep him on the phone. Like, you know what he's going to do. I don't know, because the whole thing, they, they don't have any chips to play with Hannibal. It's really all they have. They can say, look, we've got you in this very cush cell with all your truffles and your writing. You're going to take your away writings. your toilet if you don't keep him on the I'm phone. I'm going to take all this shit away if you don't do this thing. He's like, okay, I'll do it. And then he gets on the phone, and he's very reminiscent of, you know, the last, in season one, what he did with, uh, what's her name's dad? Oh, um, with Hobbs. With Hobbs, and what he did later with someone else, that whole, like, they know. And Will did to him. Yeah, they know, exactly. So, yeah. except they, they're listening. It's yes. Very, 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 very that specific. Was... <laughs> uh, and so, Alana was very pissed, and we finally get the very iconic thing, which felt like it was uh, underplayed. We get the iconic... Hannibal in the mask. Mm-hmm. We, we got it. We got Will in the mask in season two. Yep. We got Hannibal in the mask in season three. Yep. Um, I thought that was, that was kind of a cool way to get him in that mask. I don't know. Yeah. Even though, even though, even though the mask doesn't suit um, Mads. He's it's, not, yeah, it's he's not, not that kind of Hannibal. Like, that, he's, maybe that's why they underplayed it. Maybe it's yeah. not, you know, because he's not that he's very, you know, debonair and, right. you know, you don't put somebody like that in the mask. But and, it was a graceful looking mask compared to the iconic one that we know already, which right. is, you know, leather and metal. Like, this was all white and pristine and probably made of porcelain. And the, and the, and the idea is Dignified. that... Well, the idea of the movies is that, like, he's Hannibal the Cannibal, so you gotta keep... Who knows? He might just... Rah! Yeah. With, 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 even though... 
uh, Mads is also the Hannibal the Cannibal. It's more he's you know he's more refined. Yeah, so and he'll marinate you first, so he's exactly. not just going to go for you right away. Leading us to this final confrontation with, with 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 Will and Hannibal, which they sort of go back and forth, and Will and, and Hannibal very much says, "I told him, you know, what did you do? I, I gave him your address. I told him to kill you and your family, like very matter of fact." And that was like mm-hmm. you know, and, and Will's very pissed, and it's this cool back and forth, and it really very much felt like I talked about how it was shot before, but it was very much like talking to the devil. Mm-hmm. I know, and, and, and even then, I got a hint of jealousy from Hannibal. So the way they played that, because it's more, I'm jealous, and I'm going to show mm-hmm. you, then like I'm, gonna, I'm an evil person, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, right? and even at the beginning... Sc- it's more the- scorn lover than psychopath. Yes, no, no. see, it's good old-fashioned jealousy can really drive a story. Yeah. You know, when he was talking to Will before, and Will's like, you're just going to let them die. And he's like, no, I'm not going to let them die, you're going to let them die. And Hannibal knew that he was talking about his family, and then you cut back, it's just, you know, it's really interesting. Hannibal is just so calculated. Yeah. So, okay. And so, go ahead, Jules, anything to add on that? I don't know. I mean, I think I've said it before. I think uh, he has a lot of motivation, of that, or a lot of his motivation comes from resentment towards Will. I mean, Will tried to break up with him at yeah. the end, mm-hmm. and he tried to say, like, no way, man, you're not yeah. going to break up with me. And he's brought him back to find that he has a different ready-made family. So the ready-made family that Hannibal tried to make for him. Yeah. And now he's out there in his moral dignity pants and got yeah. off scot-free. <laughs> and everyone's like, Will, Will, Will. Oh, and Will makes out super great in right. the end. And he's stuck here. And he cell, like, you nah. don't write, you don't call. Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. I did this for you. Like, it's all for you, Damien. Yeah, I'm going to send the <laughs> It's all for you, Damien. So scary. So scary. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, no. Um, I'm sending the dragon to get you. It's this whole thing. Uh, well, we got two more episodes uh, of Hannibal, and uh, we'll, we'll see how this whole thing unfolds. Where you get to see the the the, the, the burning down of the house with you know mm-hmm. the Re- terrifying Reba walking yeah. through the, the the burning house, which mm-hmm. is cool. I'm sure that that's coming. And uh, oh, I bet that that's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah. I'm excited to see how they do that. Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot. I really like the way that of all people hate Brett Ratner and hate the uh, Red hate um, Red Dragon, but I love the way Brett Ratner did it with. Oh my God! What's that? What's her name? Emma Watson, that that the actress. Oh, the, the 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 one who played. I think, I I think it's Emma. I think it's not Emma Watson. Emma That's something. Anyway, no, a- Emily Watson. Yeah. She's amazing. Eh, eh, I got the answer. Emma, yeah. <laughs> Emily Watson was amazing. She, she was, was scared. That her eyes were all big. It was all flaming. That was cool. Yeah, so that was really very cool. well shot by, by Brett Ratner. One of the few things he's done well. And um, <laughs> what did I say? Shots fired at Brett Ratner. That was a low. That was a low jab. I mean, you know, we had a rush hour. I don't know. The, the rush hours. Uh, anyway, um, interesting to see how they do that. We have some other stuff coming up. But besides the stuff that we know, let's get some predictions in here really quickly before we get out of here. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Do a. Oh, me first. Well, I mean, I predict that we, we, like are, we are not going to see the last of Reba, which is a prediction that. Yeah. It, um, uh, and I, pr- I mean, I predict that uh, Will's family is still going to die. I'm not. I don't think that that is over, and I still think that we're going to get that iconic scene with Will and Dollar Hyde at the top of the stairs in the sun. It'd be great if the sun killed Dollar Hyde. Ooh. Oh, okay. Look at that. I like that. Nice. Let's pull that out. Yeah, I just busted that out. Jules? Um, I think, I still think Alana's going to die. She is playing with fire. She's getting too close. I think that her days are numbered. Right. Um, (laughs) I also think that Will is going to go into a little bit of a descent here. Mm-hmm. You know, be brought back to that. I mean, I think Hannibal's getting in his head a little bit, talking about craving change. Don't mm-hmm. you crave change? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when he was talking to Molly and he says, I hate this, I'm sorry. I was like, do you hate this? 
Are you sorry? Really? Yeah. Do you kind of love it again? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so I think uh, he's going to... I think Hannibal's getting out, even if it's for a season. I think he's going to make him... I don't know. He's going to do some sort of escape. I think he escapes. Didn't he, just, didn't he do something in, in I can see him escaping. Or, or maybe it's... No, it's he doesn't. The lambs he he escapes. Escapes. Lambs, he escapes. All right, never mind. But, like, I feel like there's some sort of move coming, maybe, but maybe not. Um, I think Alana's going to get it. Somehow, I don't know if it's going to be in the cell or not. I like the escape thing. Yeah. It'd be a way for them to kind of sneak in a little silence of the lambs. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, and I wonder how. I mean, really, very curious to see how they end this or how they if they leave it out for a possible TV movie or actually a new a new full length feature home, movie. Yeah, so and like, knows? are they going to yeah. bring Bedelia back for I these mean, next? Martha Delarinas is a movie producer, so I mean, why not? You know, why not bring a reboot? We've seen yeah. that lesser things have been rebooted. Chainsaw Massacre and whatnot. So I love not? that idea. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, all right, let's get out of here for sure because uh, someone. Will Late. <laughs> uh, so uh, Talk thirty four minutes. Uh, do what we're giving people find on you. the Twitter. D U A K A I S S I on the Twitter. Yes. On the Twitter. On the Twitter. How you say that? <laughs> uh, you can find me. Not the chest, but I'm doing it anyway. Oh, <laughs> Where can I find you? Instagram with my name Julia Carely. J U L I A C E A R L E Y. Right. You can find me Joe Braswell at Joe K Braswell on Periscope, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, and here, uh, and also on our social network, BHL, doing a show called Geek Nerd Tech. We do some tech reviews and, and geek stuff. And uh, thanks for hanging in with us, Fanables. We have two episodes to go. We'll see you next week. Oh, bye, everybody in the chat room. Bye. bye. Oh, my, my iPad died. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.